Hey guys, welcome to Psychology Hacks, another episode today. We're going to be talking more about creating change for yourself and for other people. Because let's face it, if you're trying to hack your psychology, it's probably because you want something to change. You're not content with the way things are. So today we're going to be talking a little bit more about the emotion behind change uh, and about how to associate those emotions with what you want. So we've already talked about how emotion is pretty much the powerhouse of behaviors. You might know on an intellectual level that you need to eat better. So why do you keep eating junk? Well, by now you understand that your unconscious habits are the driving force here. And you may be starting to understand that some of the techniques um, that you can use to help establish these habits, but if you're still struggling, you probably just haven't created enough of an emotional impact yet to spark any tangible results. So think about, do riots start because people know something's wrong, or do they start and really get going when emotions get fired up? Obviously, it's the latter case. People don't change because they know they should. If we did, then corporations still wouldn't be dumping their trash in the ocean. People change when a primal part of their unconscious mind gets involved. There's a part of our brain that's much, much older than language, and this part communicates with the higher functions through feelings and impressions. You might get a bad vibe from a person and avoid them without really understanding why. You might feel excessive anger and protective instincts kick in when a loved one is threatened or insulted. And you also might take pride in displaying status symbols, even though they have no real intrinsic value. As much as, li- as, much as we like to believe that we are rational, logically thinking people, this really just isn't true. If you've learned nothing else from this show, I hope you've at least started to understand that our entire world is built on our own perceptions and perceptions like these they're always biased they're always skewed in a certain direction they're never accurate all right so there's no sense fighting against our nature so instead we have to learn how to leverage it how to use it how to hack it the quickest way to create change um, and to get rid of an unwanted behavior or to influence somebody else to change in the way that we want them to is through the door of emotion now I'm going to give you an exercise in a minute about um, creating these associations um, with emotion. This works better on yourself, all right? So if you're trying to get somebody else to change, uh, it you, you have to be a little bit more creative about it. But we're going to focus on you for today, all right? So it's not enough to read self-help books and go listen to motivational speakers. Uh, we have to actually get our hands dirty and engage that primal uh sense of self that we have. We have to teach it to act in the way that we want. Remember that your brain thinks by association. So you need to be very careful when you choose the associations that you want your unconscious mind to make. You don't want um, you don't want your brain to make them for you because your brain will make these associations for you, whether you want to or not, whether you are aware of it or not. For the most part, you probably are not aware of it. And the more you listen to the show, the more you read about psychology, the more you examine yourself, the more you're going to start to realize, oh, wow, like I, I really didn't even realize I was doing that for that reason. It truly was unconscious. It's kind of creepy sometimes because it's almost like there's another person in your brain or like you have another intelligence and you, you kind of do like it's part it's part of the same you but it's just a different sphere that's that is uh working there but you don't work out enough because you associate the gym with pain instead of the pride of a 
beautifully sculpted body. You eat the junk food that you know you shouldn't because you associate it with pleasure instead of the insecurity that you know it's going to bring the next time you take your shirt off. You don't make reading a habit because you associate that book with boredom instead of the power that comes from advanced knowledge. And you indulge in negative thinking because you fail to associate the thoughts in your head with the unbelievable power that they hold over your unconscious. So I'm going to start doing episodes on NLP soon. That is Neuro Linguistic Programming, if you don't know. It's very powerful stuff. Um, we're going to get to that soon, uh, but that's kind of outside the scope of this one episode. So for today, though, real quick, I'm going to teach you a way to make powerful associations and really flex the strength of your unconscious. But for now, um, it's just enough to take the time to really examine yourself. Try to put a finger on what associations you already make. Um, the more the more you can engage in deep introspection, the more you're going to start to come to realize a lot of things about yourself. For example, you might associate the clothes you wear with social status um, so as some kind of method of um, sexual signaling, uh, which you might not consciously realize until you really examine, why do I do that? Like, it doesn't really make sense. Why do I spend all this money on clothes that I don't really care about or on going out to eat with all my friends and keeping up with these people that I like, but I don't really, like, why do I feel the need to impress them so much? And then you start to realize, oh, wait, it's because I'm um, unconsciously signaling something. I'm trying to, you know, attract a mate or display dominance or, you know, some kind of primal uh, activity that you don't consciously realize that you're doing. You probably don't want to admit that you're doing, all right? But recognizing these unconscious associations, that's going to be the first step towards breaking them. But arguably more important is just creating um, the new associations that you do want, okay? So remember, once again, your brain is going to make these associations no matter what. So be sure to choose the ones that you want. All right, so let's talk real quick about a method of doing this. Um, find somewhere quiet to lay down. Uh, think about the habit that you want to create. And just for the sake of example, we're going to say that you want to become a successful writer. So allow your imagination full reign to create a story of whatever you consider to be the ultimate success as a writer for this example. Um, it, it should be pretty easy to adapt this to anything else, but imagine the recognition that you'll receive. You know, so many great writers are immortalized as geniuses. They're remembered and cherished for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, see the comfortable life that can come from being a best-selling author, the, the kind of money that can come your way. Uh, money that will allow you to live in beauty in beauty and comfort every single day. Uh, what does that look like to you? Imagine that. Like, where would you live? Where would you travel? Who would you work with? Who would you be in a relationship with? What kind of impact would you have on people that read your work? Would you inspire them? Would you teach them? Um, just soak up all of these powerful feelings that come when you when you let yourself really imagine what is your dream life. You know, what does that best life look like for you? Be completely unashamed accepting whatever comes up you know if if the huge part of it is that you want glory and attention okay fine that's what motivates you or it's a part of what motivates you anyway that's fine use it soak it up um, imagine the the perks that come from you know being successful the more you dive into it the more you create a story with it like a static picture usually isn't the most powerful way to um to talk to your unconscious your mind likes stories. So, you know, start with imagining this habit that you're trying to set. Maybe you just want to write every day. So you get up, you know, a little bit early every day and you write for an hour before you do anything else, okay? 
let's say that's the habit you want. Um, understand that this is where it starts, okay? So you, you put, you, you build this, um, this story so you imagine yourself that you get up and you go sit down and you start writing. And then you kind of see that the time, the time passed. And as you write, you get better and better. You, you write a couple books, you, you, a couple short stories, whatever. Maybe they get rejected, but that just inspires you to do better. And you keep going, and then you have your first big break. And then you, you start to get some, some traction, and then people start to recognize you, and then everything starts rolling in. One thing um, that I like to do is I like to look back and explain to other people, what was my story of success? So if I'm confronted with something, or if I'm just starting to try, if I'm trying to start the habit and say, okay, I want to be a great writer but I'm having trouble sitting down and doing it every day. I'll imagine telling that story to somebody else saying, yeah, it was really hard at first, but over time, you know, I, I just kept at it. I kept working at it and I, I did this, that, and the other and all these things. And as I'm thinking through it and I'm telling this story to somebody else, I'll start to solve problems and realize, hey, this is a barrier that I didn't know existed because you're telling it in the form of a story, even though it hasn't happened yet. And the story is going to change a hundred million times. All right, you don't have to fall in love with things happening a certain way, but the more of a fantasy that you can sell yourself, the more likely it is that you're going to become emotionally attached to it, that you're going to actually take action, which is what we really want. Things are going to change, you know, that's okay. It, it's, about, it's about getting started and being consistent. It doesn't have to happen a certain way, but the more you soak up these emotions, let them grow stronger and stronger. Uh, try to avoid emotions like contentment. Um, it doesn't really carry much emotional charge. Um, just like if you're, if you're, fo I, I don't really advise doing this exercise with um, negative associations. I mean, you, you can, like if you're trying to start stop smoking and you think about all the horrible things that happen to you as, as you smoke and you, like you're, you're comparing them to the act of smoking, that, that can help. It can be very powerful. Um, but like, let's, let's say sadness, for example, depression like if you imagine how depressed you are if you don't do it depression doesn't really um it doesn't spark movement you know disgust sparks movement that'll make you want to throw up every time you touch a cigarette to your mouth uh if that's what if you really associate a cigarette with disgust it will but you know a lot of alcoholics they associate alcohol with depression they still do it because depression doesn't really move you all right, it, it's not pleasant, but it's not something that says, you know what, I don't want to feel like that anymore. I, just want, oh, I don't want to feel like that anymore. So try to pick powerful emotions, ones that are going to actually carry a lot of spark to them. All right, so let these feelings get stronger and stronger. When you think that they can't get any stronger, double them again and again. Let, let yourself feel what that is to you. Then when they're at a peak, when you start to lose patience with this exercise or you just can't handle it anymore, create an image of that daily writing routine. Connect these feelings with that image of you sitting and writing down for an hour every single day at the same time. Imagine without words that all of these things can happen and that it starts with this routine. Make sure that your image is as clear as possible, okay? Make sure the, the emotions are as strong as possible. You don't need, um, words are not necessary in this context because your unconscious speaks in other ways. All you have to do is point it in the right direction. So now script out your routine. Imagine, we talked about this last week, imagine yourself going through it several times. Like you, you get up early, like you see your alarm, your alarm going off at the same time, or the, the hour and a half earlier, whatever. You see yourself getting up out of bed, going, sitting down, maybe starting some coffee, sitting down and writing for an hour. It doesn't have to be great, you just you see yourself doing it. 
imagine yourself doing this over and over again, at least a couple of times. You don't have to spend all day on it, but do it a few times. We talked about this last week. When you script it like this, it it's like you get an instant success because you don't actually have to wake up to do it. You're still you're doing dry runs in your head, basically, and you get a little bit of practice. You get a head start. And while you're going through the act of writing, um, let that fill you with the emotions that you have connected with success. All of those powerful emotions that you just brought up, um, let them fill you the entire time that you're imagining this writing. Connect it with that, at least with the first initial part of that first sentence, maybe, you know, or maybe just the the end of it when you realize, hey, like, I just spent an hour writing. Like, that's that's good. That's improvement, right? And you, you let that feeling get attached to all these powerful emotions that you've just been uh, bringing up. So you should do this exercise every so often. It shouldn't just be a one-time thing. It, it can be. It can get the ball rolling. You can try other stuff. Again, we're going to talk about uh, NLP before too long. Uh, and I'll, I'll definitely share some exercises for that. But and honestly, NLP is probably the holy grail of psychology hacking. That is basically performing surgery on your brain with, without actually performing surgery because you, you rewire your brain in such profound ways. But do this exercise every so often if you can. Um, be sure, if nothing else, at least let yourself fantasize pretty frequently. Like when you go to bed at night or when you first wake up in the morning. Like Don't be ashamed to fantasize about what could be, about that dream life that you have. Because you know what? The more you think about it, the more your unconscious starts to find ways to bring it into reality. All right? If you never, if you're ashamed to think what it could be like to be a phenomenal writer, to be successful, to be remembered for your work. If you can't even, if you're ashamed to just imagine that, or if you don't take the time to imagine it, what motivation do you really have to sit down and be that writer? Not very much because there's no emotional connection. This is what we're, this is what this episode is all about. We're talking about creating that emotion, okay? Eventually your, your brain's going to catch on. And whenever you find yourself discouraged, just turn back to those positive associations. Remind yourself why you're doing it. Remind yourself um, of all those amazing things. And that writing is a path to making that dream a reality. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. That's a wrap for today. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, it is Jack Gray underscore psychology hacks. That's gray with an E. I know it's not the color. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Go forth and conquer.